Hello and welcome to today's edition of the Health and Safety Matters podcast. My name's Mark and I'm the CEO of Western Biz Media, which is the publisher of Health and Safety Matters. So as always, this podcast is sponsored by the Health and Safety event. And if you don't know, you probably should know by now that the Health and Safety event takes place at the NEC in Birmingham, and it takes place on the 25th to the 27th of April, 2023. So not long to go now. Now, it's completely free to attend, and we're proud that HSM is the lead media partner of the Health and Safety event. But if you register for free, and you can do so at healthandsafetyevent.com, that's healthandsafetyevent.com, your ticket also gets you a free pass to the fire safety event, also the security event, and the workplace event. And all of them take place on the 25th to the 27th of April, so it's completely free to register. As I said, www.healthandsafetyevent.com, and a huge thank you to the Health and Safety event for being our sponsors. But as we normally start this podcast, I always say you don't have to wait till this podcast comes out to get all the latest health and safety industry news, prosecutions and products and services. You can do so any day of the week, 24-7 at our website, which is hsmsearch.com. If you can't remember that, just throw into a search engine, health and safety matters and up we come. And on there, you can also sign up to get our twice a week e-newsletter. You can sign up to get copies of Health and Safety Matters for free, which comes out six times a year, alongside also our PPE Insights guide that comes out annually, and a British Safety Industry Federation UK Guide to Health and Safety, which comes out every December. You can also see all of our upcoming webinars, or watch all of our back archive of webinars, and there's about 60 of them, on demand for free, and you can go on the webinars tab, and all of this is available at hsmsearch.com. Dot com. You can also follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn. And if you've got any questions you want to pose us, any guests you might want to have on this podcast, just go on to social media and use the hashtag HSM podcast. And please spread the word and please give us a review on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you are listening to us on. So let's start off with the news. And uh, it's an important news story, this one. It comes out of the British Safety Industry Federation, who are a key partner of ours, and they've warned that those in charge of PPE and safety procurement have to be vigilant about substandard products as the latest non-member product test that the BSIF have carried out on products not produced by their members has highlighted the fact that there is still a lot of non-compliant products being made by non-BSIF members who who are not part of the Registered Safety Supplier Scheme. And this article all talks about the Registered Safety Supplier Scheme. And you can see it in full on our website. Just throw into our search engine, hsmsearch.com, safety body warns of non-compliant PPE. But let's give you a bit more depth on this one. So between December 2021 and December 2022, the BSIF completed tests on 127 non-member products, which included checking their compliance with relevant standards and testing whether they perform as advertised. Only 18, and that's 15% of those products, were fully compliant, which is shockingly low. This means 108 products, or 85% of those that they tested, failed to meet regulatory criteria. Um, many of which are still available on the market to unsuspecting users of the BSIF are warning. So some examples of the substandard products that BSIF came across for sale in 2022 included an indestructible safety trainer that failed the Mideslope penetration test, also a cut-resistant gloves that didn't pass a relevant cut test, and a safety harness and lanyard provided without any user instructions or documentation. So the finding around non-member products are in huge contrast results on tests carried out um, on those who supplied products that are with the BSIF registered safety suppliers, who are 
committed to only selling certified PPE and trading honestly and ethically. So I would obviously urge you to only procure a product that is listed on the Registered Status Buyer Scheme. And you can see the full list of Registered Status Buyers at www.registeredsafetysuppliersscheme.co.uk or just put into a search engine BSAF Registered Safety Supplier Scheme. So Registered Status Buyers products are tested annually as part of the scheme's audit process. And if a product fails to meet the test strict criteria, any issues must be addressed and rectified immediately for members to remain part of the scheme. Of the 387 tests carried out on registered by products between December 2021 and December 2022, 332 products, that's 86%, passed immediately. And the remaining 14%, that's 55 products, that initially didn't meet the criteria, all those issues have now been resolved. Buyers and end users can obviously be assured that companies displaying the BSIF shield have signed a binding declaration that PPE and safety equipment they offer meets the correct standards, fully compliant with the regulations, and is UKCA or CE marked. This means that by using a registered status buyer, you can be confident that you'll get genuine products that are fit for purpose, as well as genuine information and guidance. So this is a long-standing scheme of the British Safety Industry Federation. I would strongly urge you, if you're looking to procure PPE, only do so from anyone that's listed on the registered safety supplier. And I said, you can just throw into a search engine, registered safety supplier scheme, and up it comes. So just to round off this story, BSIF CEO Alan Murray said, our latest findings are very concerning and reinforce the importance of only using a BSIF registered safety supplier when procuring PPE and safety equipment. The reality is that selling PPE and safety equipment comes with complex responsibilities and it can be hard for even the most diligent suppliers to keep up with the rules and regulations. That's why the BSIF maintain that even though anyone can sell safely, you can't buy safety from just anyone. We urge all buyers and specifiers to review their current processes and consider what assurances they have that the PPE and safety equipment they're being supplied with is fit for purpose. Specifying a registered safety supplier is the easiest way to ensure you are only dealing with compliant, competent and trustworthy suppliers. So on that note, I want to move on to a, a more positive story. Obviously, the positivity there, of course, is Every single product that was audited from the BSIF registered supplier scheme did either instantly pass 85% or very quickly was rectified to pass. And celebrating excellence is something that we really partner with the British Safety Industry Federation for. And we have announced the shortlist, the Safety Health Excellence Awards, and the BSIF Awards have announced their shortlist. And the BSIF Awards are really the crown jewel of the Safety and Health Excellence Awards. And this is all leading up to a gala awards dinner on the 26th of April 2023 at Resorts World at the Vox at NEC in Birmingham which is the middle of night of the health and safety events and we've had a record amount of entries over 220 entries just the safety and health excellence awards categories and in addition to that we've already sold 60% of the tickets for the event in a week since announcing this shortlist so if you want to come and enjoy the biggest networking evening in the sector that truly celebrates excellence in the health and safety sector. I would act now before tickets go. The host of the evening is Tess Daly, who is our first ever female host of the Safety and Health Excellence Awards. Very, very proud of that. We've also got Alistair Beckett-King doing 
comedy. Uh, he's a panelist from Mock the Week in the past. And it's a great evening in networking. You get a three-course meal. There's, most importantly, the awards that you can enjoy. And the BSIF Awards always open uh, the awards parts of that. You know, you get a drinks reception, I said three-course meal, table wine. There is a great band and a dance floor. There's fun casino tables. There's even a pick-and-mix sweet cart for free there for you as well. There's magicians going around. It's a great night of entertainment fun, but more importantly, it really recognises standards of safety in the United Kingdom. It's something that we're passionate about at HSM and so is the BSAF recognising the key role that all of you do in keeping people and property safe. So I'm going to start off with announcing the shortlist for the BSAF Awards and the Customer Service Awards is still um, going through its final entries process. We don't have that shortlist yet for that but the BSAF Product Innovation Award, the PPE category, we have a shortlist of Resin, the Hayless headband, DuPont, the Tychum Thermopro, Cromwell, Halo Metatarsal Safety Trainer, Hikes, Connexus Safety Boot, Ansel, Intelifor's Motion Glove, Moldex, the Adapt Mask Glasses, BLS, Active Shield, Keypoint, the Maxiden and Virusan by ATG, Polico Healthline, Armaguard the Bear, and 3M, DBI, Sala, Exafit, XE Harness Series. The last two categories in the BSIF uh, awards are the BSIF Product Innovation Award, the Safety Product Category. And the shortlist for that is Alert Technology, Alert Pro Connected, Casella, Vortex 3, FEIN, Protego High Safety Angle Grinder, Protex for Protex AI, and Tended, Life-Saving Geofencing Technology. And the BSIF Safety Solution Award... Well, the shortlist for that is Arco Professional Safety Services Limited for the implementation of respiratory management program, Tough Built Industries for Neil Smart, Neil Safe, Harrison's of Hull, Fit to Fit Accredited Face Fit Testing for GP Practices, Lyrico, delivering health and safety in sustaining goals through supply consolidation, and Protex AI, helping a retail giant reduce incidents by up to 80%. Now, I would absolutely love to go through um, the Safety and Health Excellence Awards shortlist, but it is a very long list in terms of there is 13 categories. But what I will tell you is the categories included um, Best Health and Safety Manager of the Year, sponsored by RS. There's Best Driver Performance, sponsored by National Highways. Best Health and Safety in Construction, the Alan MacArthur Unsung Hero Award, sponsored by 3M. There is also the Best Health and Safety Team of the Year, sponsored by Nebosch, Campaign of the Year, Best Health and Safety Project, Best Health and Safety Manufacturing, sponsored by Martor UK. Rising Star Award, sponsored by Evertix. The Safe Logistics Award, sponsored by Logistics Matters magazine. Woman of the Year, sponsored by Cromwell. And Best Use of Health and Safety Data to Low Incidents Rates, sponsored by Discovering Safety. There's Distributor of the Year. And there's Marketing Campaign of the Year. And on the night, we'll be announcing the Lifetime Achievement Award winner. I would strongly urge you to have a look at the shortlist. It's such a wide-ranging shortlist. Comes like D. Morgan, ProSeal, Namura, Barrytown Council, Medicine Discovery Catapult, Weetabix, um, uh, KMAC. There's so many people on here, I can't list them all. But do check out the shortlist. Just go to she-awards.com. The shortlist is on the homepage, but so is your opportunity to buy tickets. Tickets cost £1,999 plus VAT for a table of 10, or £225 plus VAT 
per ticket. As I said, we've already sold 60% of tickets in a week. So please do go to our website, www.she-awards.com, and you can buy your tickets now before they go. Okay, I want to move on to our next news story now, which is titled, Asbestos Awareness Campaign Targets Younger Workers. So the Health and Safety Executive has launched a new campaign to raise awareness among younger people who work as plumbers, electricians and other trades of the risks associated with asbestos. The campaign is called Asbestos and You and will target all tradespeople with a focus on younger workers in trades such as plastering and joinery. The Health and Safety Executive wants to reach construction workers who started their careers after the use of asbestos was banned in 1999. The regulator is concerned the length of time it takes for symptoms to develop after asbestos exposure could lead to a perception among today's younger workers that it's something that only impacts older people who were working before the ban. 5,000 people a year shockingly still die from asbestos-related illnesses, and asbestos can still be found in buildings or refurbished buildings from dates earlier of 2000. Asbestos-containing materials were used extensively in the construction and maintenance of buildings in Great Britain in the 1950s until the ban. That means construction workers of all ages could still be exposed to asbestos fibres today. So commenting on this, HSE's Chief Executive Sarah Alban said, asbestos exposure in Great Britain is still the single greatest cause of work-related deaths. We're committed to protecting people in the workplace and reducing the future of work-related ill health. Everyone working in construction today of any age must take the risk of asbestos really seriously. Asbestos is dangerous when not maintained in a safe condition or are physically disturbed without the right measures in place to avoid fibres being released into the air. So if asbestos fibres are inhaled, they can cause serious diseases such as mesothelioma, asbestos-related lung cancer, asbestosis, and pleural thickening. Construction tradespeople of any age are at significant risk if they disturb materials containing asbestos during repairs and refurbishment. So to finish off on this, HSE's Head of Work Policy, Mike Colcutt, said... These diseases often take a long time to develop and it can take 20 to 30 years for symptoms to appear. It's critical that all workers know how to recognise the dangers and that the right actions are taken to protect themselves and those around them from being exposed to asbestos fibres. So if you want to find out more about this, please do go to the HSE's website and the campaign is called Asbestos and You. So if you throw into a search engine, HSE and asbestos and you up that will come. So I also want to talk to you about a couple of events, one that's really upcoming and it takes place next week as I record this on the 23rd, sorry, 23rd of March 2023 and us HSM are partnering with 3M to do a free heavy manufacturing and transportation workshop at Manchester City Football Club. As I said, that takes place from 9am on the 23rd of March. It'll finish at 4pm. It's completely free to attend. And this session will have industry-leading experts who will guide you through four workshops to discover solutions to key industry issues. The topics that are having a particular focus on worker safety and hazard mitigations within the HMT area. And these four topics are... Mitigating risks in metal working, focusing on welding fumes and halves. Second one is safeguarding workforce respiratory health and HMT applications. The third one is maintaining production and communication at a distance. And the fourth one is working at height, including falling objects. So 
you will be able to listen to all four of those in rotation. It's completely free. There's a free lunch, free parking. It is at the Etihad Stadium, Manchester City's football ground, on the 23rd of March. And honestly, the easiest way to do this is go to our website and register now because there's not many places left. Go to hmsearch.com and in the search box at the top, type 3M Free Workshop and up it comes. The title of the actual article is Register for 3M's Free Workshop. So yeah, not long to go for that, and I would strongly urge you to come along. Now, another announcement that we've got for you, and this is hot off the press, we've literally just opening registration this week, we are launching Fire Safety Matters Live, which is a free-to-attend conference, and it takes place at the Coventry Building Society Arena on the 15th of June 2023. There's limited places here um, to come for free. There's over 40 plus exhibitors. It's like a who's who exhibition of uh, of who's there. Everyone from Advance to Apollo to BAFE to EMF to AVAC chair, safety chair. You've got FirePro, Kentech, National Security Inspector, SCIB, Siemens, Uptick, TO Fire, Vidicon, many, many more. There's 40 plus there. And it's completely free to go around that area. You'll get free tea and coffee and a free lunch as well. But I'd imagine many of you are very keen to hear what the agenda is for that. And we are very, very proud of the uh, agenda because actually this session is being opened up by the new building safety regulator, who I'm sure all of you are aware is uh, been set up by the Health and Safety Executive in the wake of the uh, Dame Judith Hackett's independent inquiry into fire safety and, and buildings. So... This conference has seven hours of content. You will get a CBD certificate for attending. The opening address is at 9.15 by Mark Wilson, who's the operational policy lead and planning gateway one for the building safety regulator. We have also got sessions on protecting educational premises from fire. There's another session on is your residential building compliant with BS 8629? Another one on the four pillars for digital transformation in the fire industry. Another one on fire safety regulation update, how to comply and meet post Grenfell Fire Protection, I'm sure that'll be very popular. Protecting Modern Buildings, How to Ensure Effective Compartmentation of Curtain Wall Facades is another one. Then we have Power Up Your Fire and Security Installation Business. There's a particular focus for any of you that are installers on there. There's Fire Safety in Historic Premises. Uh, and that, you know, that's a fantastic case study, actually, on Ripon Cathedral in North Yorkshire. There's Defining Competency for a Building a Safer Future, being delivered by Ian Moore of the Fire Industry Association. There is... Demonstrating Fire Safety Compliance, which is a panel session which will have speakers from the National Security Inspectorate, BAFE and SSAIB. Then there will be, do you have a suitable fire risk assessment delivered by Dr. Bob Doherty of Institute of Fire Safety Managers? And then we will close the day with Building Competence in Passive Fire Protection delivered by Kate Milford of the Association for Specialist Fire Protection. An event not to be missed, it's completely free to attend. And it's the same venue in the evening where we do the Fire and Security Matters Awards, which is the Coventry Building Society Arena. So if you want to come to this event, you better hurry because there is limited free places. Go to fsmlive.co.uk. That is fsmlive.co.uk. And you can come for the conference and exhibition for free. Now, if you do want to enter the Fire and Security Matters Award, you've got two weeks left to do it, 31st of March, although I suspect there might be a couple of week extension as always on these things. Uh, enter now. It's completely free to do so. On, I won't get through all the security categories which are there because most of you in the health and safety sector are more interested in the in the fire ones. You know, as much like the CNL Excellence Award, this is a focus on the fire and security side. So on the fire side, there's a fire safety installation company of the year, fire safety manager of the year, fire safety team of the year, fire safety project of the year, 
Fire Safety Innovation of the Year, Fire Safety Campaign of the Year, Fire Industry Woman of the Year. And I think I have already mentioned that the way to do this, and it's a perfect way to get you, yourself, a colleague, a product, a project, a campaign recognised by your peers. Throw into a search engine, Fire and Security Matters Awards, or go to firesecurityawards.com. That is firesecurityawards.com. It's free to enter. The current deadline is the 31st of March, so not long to go. Please, please, please do enter that. So, without further ado, that is the news completed for this edition of the Health and Safety Matters podcast. So, what I would ask all of you um, at this point to do is don't wait for this podcast to come out, as I said at the start of this, to hear all the latest news, products and services, prosecutions and more. Go to our website, hsmsearch.com, or throw into a search engine, Health and Safety Matters. And, you know, that's something where you can get all of those things. It's news, prosecutions, products and services. You can also see all of our upcoming webinars. You can watch all of our back case of webinars on demand. You can even go to our digital conference via there to watch that on demand for free. And, you know, and if you want to go direct to that, you can go hmdigitalconference.com and there's two days worth of free CBD content that you can watch on there. So now is the time of the podcast where we bring in a guest. And this podcast edition's guest is David Head, who's head of UK safety marketing at Draga UK. This was a really interesting conversation uh, with David, who I've known for a while. And we cover a number of things, including um, connected and digital safety. And that's a big focus of Draga at the moment. But Draga is also talking about the need for say to be a key consideration in energy transition for the UK. So we discuss that too. And we also discuss how David's come into the role and what Draga has got planned for 2023 and beyond. So I sat down earlier with Dave and here's what he had to say. Hi Dave, how are you? I'm good, thank you, Mark. Yourself? Yeah, good. Thank you for, for doing this. It's been a while since we've had uh, Drager on, so quite a bit I wanted to go through with you. So we might as well go in hot then. So I gather that you've actually taken on a new role within Drager. Would you mind telling us a bit more about that and what your plans are, please? Of course, no problem. Yes, I've, I've sort of been with Drager for about eight years now and in the marketing department for a number of those years. And I've literally just moved to the head of safety marketing, but specifically for our safety division in the UK. Um, it's actually a really key time for us. Uh, Draeger have actually been in the UK 60 years this year um, in October and obviously trading globally for over 130 years. But um, so part of my remit really is to continue to support that um, route to market for all of our detection and protection products. So for us, that looks like fixed and mobile gas detection, uh, breathing systems, which includes things like our SCBA to the blue light, um, but also RPE uh, and drug and alcohol equipment. So it's a pretty big remit um and the bulk of that is really just strengthening all of those pro products into our key segments and industries that look like utilities oil and gas chemical food and beverage sort of our core areas but also the really new exciting sectors that we're seeing develop in the uk that fall under that clean tech banner or part of that clean energy transition if you like so let's move on um on that form so Connected and digital safety also seems to be a big focus for Draeger at the moment. Could you talk a bit about that for us, please, Dave? 
Yeah, of course. I mean, I mean, look, it's huge. I mean, we'll have heard, or you'll have heard, and your your the listeners of will have heard about sort of Industry 4.0 and the the digital revolution that um, the UK and the world is seeing right now, and and connectivity is really driving that revolution. Um, and Drago, you know, we are innovators in this space, really, and. I mean, some key examples of that are our, our gas detection portfolio. So, you know, it used to be a, a, an operator or still is an operator would wear a, a portable gas detector, for example, but that data would stay on that detector. And if there was an incident or a, a, a mishap on site, that, that detector would then be quarantined and that data would be taken off. And what we're seeing now, what connectivity gives us is that that data can be live, it can be in the cloud, it can be accessed by managers, supervisors, and that thirst for data is really growing. So customers are looking to businesses like Draga to be able to deliver um, on this, this digital future, if you like, of connectivity. And a big part of that is also interoperability. So obviously what people don't want is lots of multiple platforms to get that data. As we, know, we know as consumers ourselves, that can become very time consuming. So the challenge for businesses, and I think where Draga are really excelling, is bringing all those products and portfolios together. So we're already seeing the future of gas detection, for example, whereas portable and fixed were sort of two very distinctly separate portfolios. Now they will sit on one system, one hierarchy, and both systems will work in tandem to deliver safety for both the site, the plant and asset, but also the people. So, yeah, really interesting time and a really um, exciting time to be involved in safety and, and part of this revolution. Yeah. So I want to talk about energy for a moment and Draeger has spoken before about the need for safety to be a key consideration in the UK's energy transition. Could you elaborate a bit more on, on Draeger's thoughts on this please? Yeah, again, it's it's a really, another really interesting topic. Um, I mean, we, you know, we, we have a, a, a big factory site up in Aberdeen and we've, you know, we've long supported the oil and gas industry. But what we're seeing is now this almost nationalisation of energy, if you like, as we look to new forms of energy, um, you know, these things like hydrogen, EV, wind power, this type of thing. And, and of course, with, with these new, new energy um, uh, supplies become new challenges and new challenges in terms of being safe. And if, if we take hydrogen just as one example, you know, it's it's a new gas in the sense that, um, you know, in terms of what people are work, used to working with in terms of safety, it, you know, one example is it burns with an invisible flame, but it also has a very wide ignition point. And, and how you detect it um, is subtly different to how you would look to detect, say, uh, methane, especially when we talk about storage, is quite molecularly small. So, you know, older transport systems might be more prone to leakage. So, um, we have products, things like open path flame detectors that can see these invisible flames. We have acoustic detectors that can listen for very small leaks where hydrogen may be stored under pressure at, say, filling stations or transportation stations. And so part of our role is, A, providing the products to support some of these new energies like hydrogen, but also a big piece of that is providing the education um, in, in terms of how we do that. And for that reason, we've partnered with um, Aberdeen University. Um, they're opening a new hydrogen laboratory towards the back end of the year, to which Draeger will be providing all the safety equipment for. And I think those two things really go hand in hand, you know, having the right, correct technology, but also understanding how to implement that technology around new and innovative energy solutions, just to make sure everybody understands the risks and hazards. And, and obviously, we, the university and our customers all play a part in keeping everybody safe. So we talked quite a bit there about some of the, the new products and the technology that Draeger has, and you're certainly leading the way with a vast array of product offering. But 
Let's mm-hmm. talk about that. What, what is next for Draeger's Sage Technology this year and, and also beyond this year, if you can give us a sneak peek? Mm. Yeah, and that's, and that's a huge net, to be honest. I think, look, we need to continue developing the relationships we already have and sharing that knowledge. I think sharing knowledge and is a big piece of that. Draeger has a huge amount of experience within the business, be it our people, our history, our connectivities globally and regionally to, to our partners in Germany, but, but, but further afield than that. Um, in, in the UK alone, another example is, you know, we manufacture all of our BA sets in our um, in our facility at Blythe. Um, and we have a great reputation with um, uh, the blue lights. This is the fire industry, fire services, etc. And sometimes it's about sharing that knowledge. So where we gain all that knowledge, working closely with um uh, the fire brigades you know who trust us to provide a you know a high quality valuable product to you know keep them safe it's then almost a case of imparting that knowledge into industry and supporting them uh, with that equipment and that knowledge um and that gives us us a really strong position to obviously support our customers and hopefully brings that trust back in when they're dealing with us to know that you know Draeger are the company that combined with the right equipment and, and help support their businesses um I think some other areas where we're going to see uh, a substantial shift is, is is in terms of service. I think um, obviously it's been a challenging year for everybody exiting COVID and we still see the impacts of that in terms of inflationary price raises um, and supply chain issues. And I think, you know, keeping the equipment that's already existing serviced, safe, um, is really important. So Draeger are more than just the product and more than just our people. We have a, a huge service and academy offering to make sure that um, equipment in the field is kept up to the highest calibre. And I think, and that ties directly into sustainability as well. You know, as much as you know, having the right equipment and new equipment innovation is great. Also, keeping equipment you know well serviced and maintained is is an important part part of that piece. And I suppose overall, what Draeger we're looking to do. 2023 and beyond is just be easy to do business with for our customers you know we like i say we live in challenging times and, and we just want to be easy to do business with so our customers can get hold of us keep in touch with us we can support them they can support us with their new projects and challenges and i think all of that tied in with that wider connectivity piece uh you know we see wireless adaption um in fixed gas detection as well all of these future technologies will be uh, the lifeblood of both draga and obviously keeping our customers competitive and safe yeah and let's just talk a bit more about you, Dave. Because obviously, you know, you've got the new role now. What personally motivates you to do the job that you do? Oh, look, it sounds really cheesy, but I, I, I love working in safety and I love the thought of what I do every day brings people home to their families. But but that's the truth. You know, I haven't always worked in safety, albeit I have for, you know, over 15 years now, close to 20 years. But what I would say is the difference between what I do now and what I've done previously is that there is a real good feeling about knowing that what you do is for the greater good. Um, it really does. I think our our, our CEO, Stefan Drager, says he wouldn't do anything that he couldn't explain to his children, uh, you know, in the future. And I think, I think that's, that's a great statement. I think it's just... It's a nice world to be in, protecting and saving lives. And all of our equipment, like I say, Technology for Life is about doing that. Um, but also, safety is ever-changing. It's ever-evolving and ever-adapting. And we are we are innovators in that field. So we never stood still. Um, and I think finally, for me, is almost... You know, now I really enjoy leading a, a team of people to deliver on that common goal. I'm, I'm, I'm at an age where I've, I've done some of this stuff myself. You know, I've been the sales guy, I've been the marketing guy, and, and now I enjoy sharing, parting and supporting my team in, in delivering that goal and, and seeing their excitement in keeping people safe and bringing people home. It's, it's, it's really, really rewarding, Mark. Well, I can tell the passion through your voice from it and one that's definitely shared by 
all of our audience that are listening here. So if people want to find out more about Draeger, how can they find out more about Draeger, be it social media, websites, and, and how can they get in touch with you? Are you on LinkedIn, etc.? Yeah, totally. So I directly on LinkedIn. And if anyone listening would like to reach out to me personally, they can. Um, Draeger obviously have a have a very big website at www.draeger.com. Um, if they want to just send us an inquiry or ask us a technical question, we can be reached at NQRS, which is a abbreviation for inquiries. So that's NQRS at Draeger.com. Um, as well as many other routes, we also do have a have a corporate LinkedIn page as well. So so lots of ways, lots of ways, Mark. So lot, lots of ways. Well, thank you so much, Dave, for all your time. It was great to hear from you. Pleasure. Thank you. Thank you much for listening. And that's all we've got time for on this edition of the Health and Safety Matters podcast. Uh, my thanks to uh, Dave Head for joining us from Draeger and obviously to all of you for taking time to listen today. Also, thanks to our sponsor, the Health and Safety Event. And as we said at the start of this podcast, you can go to the Health and Safety Event completely free. Register for free now to attend on the 25th, 26th and 27th of April, any or all of those days. All you have to do is go to healthandsafetyevent.com and your pass when you register for free will also give you access to the fire safety event, the security event and the workplace event. As I've said a few times during this podcast, you can go to our website at any point, which is hsmsearch.com, to see all the latest news, prosecutions, products and services in the health and safety sector, also to sign up to get our twice-a-week e-newsletter, or to watch our webinars on demand from the past, or to register to come to upcoming webinars. You can also subscribe for free to get copies of Health and Safety Matters in digital or print formats, which will also get you access to the PPE Insights Guide annually and the BSIF Guide annually. You can follow us on LinkedIn, and you can follow us on Twitter. And please do give us feedback for this podcast uh, on whatever podcast platform you're using. A five-star review and comments are always much appreciated. And if you've got any feedback on the podcast, you either reach out to me on LinkedIn or use the hashtag HSMPodcast. So I was only round off now saying if you'd like to enter the Fire and Security Matters Award, you've got until the 31st of March to do so. Just throw into a search engine, Fire and Security Matters Awards, and you can enter for free. You can also come and see me in person at the 3M event, as I mentioned earlier. Just put 3M Workshop into the search engine on the HSM site and register for free for that. Or come and see us in person at Fire Safety Matters Live on the 15th of June in Coventry, and that is taking place, as I said, at the Coventry Building Society Arena. Register for free before places go at fsmlive.co.uk. So that's everything from me. Thank you again for joining us, and I look forward to welcoming you back on the next edition of the Health and Safety Matters podcast. Music.